It's Thursday, and you know what that means. This is your captain speaking. He is El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Welcome to the final regular Max Wrestling of 2023. This is episode 460. Nice round number to finish off. Uh, the Maxis are this Sunday, but this is our final Thursday. We hope you had a very Merry Christmas and just as ready as we are to see what 2024 has in store for us and for wrestling. We know what tonight has in store because coming up tonight, AJ, Randy, and LA Knight. Oh my. God, I'm excited about it. All three of them want a shot at Roman Reigns. Somebody does, thank God. At the Royal, at the upcoming Royal Rubble, the devil strikes a deal and we predict this Saturday's World's and you don't want to miss this. You don't want to miss any of the nonsense. And you want to be subscribed right here. YouTube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. You want to be following us on all the beautiful sound, all the audio podcast platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher for all you crazy freaks out there. And wherever you get else, whatever other weird podcast platforms are out there. And, of course, to get all the awesome links, you have one place to go. And that's the Beautifully Done website. Head on over to Max Wrestling. Weebly.net. Yeah, just like this pod bean. There's Mike Larkin's favorite pod bay, 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 bay. There's so many. So many. So last week at Christmas Clash, I answered my questions to defend the knowledge title. DC couldn't make it, but he has answered his questions, and we will get the second part of the knowledge title today also. But first, we kick off with That Was Awesome and Cheap Pete. Normally we would, but. There wasn't really much point asking this week because uh, WWE only did like one show. Mm. Um, so it was a recap, right? <laughs> yeah, Raw was like a recap show. Uh, SmackDown was a regular show, but it was pre-taped. So there wasn't really much point asking this week. Um, hell, we can ask you next week what you thought was the best and worst of 2023 when we start 2024. But anyway. Hey. Um, if you're not part of the Max Russell Facebook group, come and join the conversation. Everybody's welcome. Just don't post stuff we don't want to see. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Um, Travis is, of course, ending the year as group MVP. Chris Reed is still your group EVP. We will announce on the first episode of the year who, if, if they're still the MVP and EVP, chances are Travis will be. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> hey. Chris is, is definitely he's definitely getting with the groove and going going posting crazy. So again, get on there, get a part of the group, go have some fun, have a, have a fun interaction with other wrestling fans without being attacked, without being yeah. Attacked. We don't attack. No, unless, unless you, you yeah, or unless you try to private messages and say that our account is about to be suspended before whatever reason. And then hey hey hey, I got a joke about your mom. <laughs> Uh, be thankful we're not Christian Cage. Hey, ho. He'd make be jokes about daddy. your mom and then sleep with her. Say hello to stepdaddy Christian. So we're delving straight into the Knowledge Championship then because there also isn't much history this week unless you want to gloss over the stuff quickly from the 50s. No. Okay. It's not worth it. <laughs> and I already took their page down. Let's just be honest here. Let's just be honest. The, there isn't much history Christmas week because there shouldn't be. Um, no, uh, most, most guys have gotten it. You know, we're we're getting it off, but there was a there was a small bit of Christmas and wrestling history combination, if you will, where like Santa Claus would randomly show up at a wrestling event. And but again, yeah. this is going back to the heyday 
of wrestling where it was taken as almost legitimate as baseball. So there was also that one day, I think it was 2019 where they had to do a live raw on Christmas day yeah. and everybody was up in arms about it. Um, so I'm going to give it, that was awesome to triple H actually for giving everybody the week off this week. Good uh, for boy, you, Paul. Good, 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 uh, good business management there. Yeah. Fuck uncle Scrooge. All right, then let's uh, let's find out how DC did with the knowledge title and whether or not I am still your knowledge champion. The winner of this will, of course, defend against Teddy P at Podcast Promo Rumble. If you tie him, I do have a tiebreaker question. So we'll see how that whole thing goes, but we'll start it off with this. How many times did the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship? Seven? Three. Three. In 1992, after Ric Flair left the WWF, New Japan and WCW held a tournament to crown a new NWA slash WCW world champion. Who won this tournament? Was it Sting? Masahiro Chono. Who is the only man to ever win the WWE, WCW, and ECW title? That would be the king of the heel turns, face turns, crying, the big show, Paul White. No. Not Paul White. Kurt Angle. Wait a minute. You said WWE, WCW, ECW? Hold on, let me rephrase it. WWF title. Yeah, it's well, he won the World Heavyweight title. He never won the WWF title. So it was WWF, WCW, and ECW. Yep. That was Big Show. And Kurt, well, I guess, and, and Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was never ECW world champion. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was when he was hanging out in ECW. He was working with the mouthpiece and everything. He was ECW champ. No, he wasn't. Look it up. Looking it up right now. The revived brand was Rob Van Dam was the first, then he lost it to Big Show, who lost it to Bobby Lashley, who lost it to Vince, who lost it to Lashley, who vacated. Then it was won by Nitro, who lost it to Punk, who lost it to Chavo, to Kane, to Mark Henry, to Matt Hardy. Kurt Angle never had it. No, you're right. Holy crap. But it fucking says, it does the thing that's killing me, is it literally says right here. Oh, well. Fuck it. Scratch that one. I'll give you an automatic point for me being a jackass. All right. Uh, beautiful stuff. Here we go. All right, here we go. This should be an easy one. Rikishi, Scotty Too Hotty, and Grandmaster Sexay made up this ultra-popular faction. Too cool. Too cool. You know how many people I've asked that, and they fucking just like, nah. <clears throat> It had all left their minds, these poor bastards. All right. Which three luchadors made up the team of the Mexicals? Super Crazy, Juventud Guerrera, and Psychosis. Everybody misses Super Crazy. Great job. Okay. Probably one of WWE's most racist gimmicks I've ever seen. Like a mo-fo. All right. We got... So you got three right... Um, da, 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 da. what are we on? Five. Yeah, that's right. 
Here we go. Uh, who was a tough enough competitor that attempted a Kimura on Kurt Angle? Daniel Pewter. Daniel Pewter. Good job. And he got his ass kicked for it. And he got his ass kicked big time for it. Yes, he did. Um... Oh, here we go. What was the name of the shoot wrestling promotion that started the MMA craze? Pancrase? Pancrase. Great job. Nobody, Not a lot of people get that. All right. Good God Almighty, I hate to break it to you. Yeah. Missed it by a one, baby. By a one. All right. You're the man, big dog. We appreciate you doing this. All right. So the last week, Cap got six out of seven correctly for the knowledge while defending his knowledge championship. This week, DC needed a perfect score, but unfortunately fell short. He went five out of seven out of the best of seven. So still... I don't know how this is happening, ladies and gentlemen, but still, <laughs> knowledge champion, your captain, Dazzy Lee. It, it, it's, the, it's the tag, it's the TV, it's the knowledge. The guy that's not supposed to win them has them all. What are we going to do about it? Yeah, the only one I don't have is the world, but I've had my fun with that, so Corey can have it for now. Um, yeah, I didn't think I was going to get past DC. Well, I mean, I didn't think I was going to get past him with a TV title, but trivia he's a machine so uh, i'm definitely taking that w <laughs> but sometimes sometimes the machines need to be reprogrammed yeah and and again it was only by one point so close as you can get without That's being a sad. tie and now i got the unenviable task of facing teddy p who wants to be acknowledged i, I i've been acknowledging you I, I said you're the number one contender so i'll be seeing ted p denaro in a trivia battle at Podcast Promo Rumble 9. All Oof. fun. Um, speaking of me and titles, um, we had a little bit of Dragon Club business this week. Oh. And, well, let's just say Chad and Phoenix made some demands. Let's, let's take a look. Look, right, <clears throat> I thought long and hard about it, but I reject the challenge to team with Phoenix against you and Corey at the Maxis. Instead, in the words of the Sugar Babes, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. And what I really, really want is a TV title match on the big stage. I heard Chad reject the tag title challenge, so now I've got a team with Travis. Okay, fine. If I got a team with Travis, I want him to prove himself. I want him to prove and can be trusted by fighting fair against the captain for the TV title at the Rumble. So, so Chad is now next in line for a TV title match at Promo Mania. And he also doesn't want to team with Phoenix at the Maxis this Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. And that means 
Phoenix is going to have to team with Travis, but Phoenix doesn't want to team with Travis either, so now he's putting Travis against me to test his loyalty to Rumble. Does we got to get a little this familiar? shit in line. It sounds familiar, does, yeah. we got to get this shit in line. Familiar. And everybody thinks it's so easy to run a faction. They're Dragon all out for their own. So smoothly for like a year. Oh, well. All right, we'll take care of business. So... Um, thank you everybody for joining us for Christmas Clash last week. It was the 50th match wrestling special event, and it was indeed pure magic. Um, we're all done for conventional special events for this year, but um, don't miss us closing out 2023. Like we've been saying this Sunday at the Maxis Awards, we will reveal what you voted for as match of the year, wrestlers of the year, the coveted McMahon Award for wanker of the year. Um, and of course, this year's Lionheart Award recipient will find out who it is and so much more. This New Year's Eve, before the countdown to 2024, join us for the countdown of the best and worst of 2023. Okay, God almighty. And speaking of 2024, our very first special event of 2024 will be Podcast Promo Rumble. January the or sorry, January 25th, podcast promo number nine, mind you. Nine. That's right. We've been doing this for a little too long, but we we're gonna be here for even longer. Featuring Royal Rumble predictions, as we have heard during the break, the Phoenix is putting the newest member of Dragon Club to the test, insisting that Travis the Walker Anderson challenge the captain for the television championship. Last time Travis competed for this uh, in a title match was against Phoenix, and it ended in controversy. Will he fight fair this time? Will there be more controversy? Will Daz finally lose the TV title? You gotta hit promo podcast promo Rumble nine to find out. I mean, I have no doubts that Travis will fight fair, but uh, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be pissed if he's the final hurdle that dethrones me right before Promo Mania, but we'll see. Um, and if, of course, if I am still TV champion come Promo Mania, Chad, challenge accepted. Um, and as we already announced, Ted P. Dinero is the number one contender for the Knowledge Championship, depending on which champion was voted to choose their own challenger for the Rumble. Both of these matches could turn into triple threats, unless, of course... Cypher gets to choose his world title opponent, but we'll see this Sunday when the result is announced. For more information, go to maxrossingnet.weebly.com slash rumble9. Get excited, Rumble 9! Hey yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. It's the interview queen, Alicia Atu. This is the voice of Killer Cross. This is Velvet Sky. Hey, this is Tommy Dream. Hey, this is AJ Kirsch, one half of the MLW commentary team. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hi, this is Rain Cruz. And you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. You are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. And you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. It's time to take it to the max. Take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. We're about to take it to the max. We're going to take it to the max. And we're about to take it to the max. To the max. Welcome to the madhouse. Welcome to the madhouse.
Welcome back to the Captain Mo Show. This is your captain speaking. He is El Jefe. Make sure you are liking and subscribed on YouTube. Follow us everywhere on for all the information you need. Go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Still come this week, we are bringing over the Yeet and Twat-O-Meter from 2023 to 2024. But first, let's recap some fun stuff. This past week in history, Impact was a best of 2023 episode last week, so we're kicking it off with Rampage. Let's do the fun three count, count, three, two, one, Rampage. This is Rampage, baby. This is Rampage, baby. Hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. Let's take that holiday spirit and let's ramp it on up and jump right on into the Rampage Report. Orange Cassidy just barely defeats Rocky Romero in an international championship match that Rocky Romero didn't ask for. Orange Cassidy survives Rocky's strong zero and a distraction from Trenton, believe it or not. While and then he turns around, hits the orange punch, and then the beach break again to defeat Rocky in what was a nice, nice match. Backstage, Chris Satliner says things between her and Willow Nightingale are good now, but Stokely Hathaway quickly appears and tries to stir up shit as only Stokely Hathaway can do. The Kingdom quickly defeat the Hardys in a relatively uh, bad match. Let's just go with that. Quick, I wouldn't say super bad, but you can kind of already feel that the Hardys' numbers here in AEW are, uh, well, they're numbered, even though I said number twice. Ruby Soho talks about drifting away from Soraya. Angela Parker appears and asks Ruby out for a drink, as he should, because he's trying to get in them cheeks. Which then, Soraya quickly jumps in like a gigantic cockblock, says that Ruby needs her. And if Parker goes along for the rides, then that'll be it. So, Soho leaves, and Soraya quickly betrayed Parker, threatening him to never try to take Ruby away from me. You'll never do it. She needs some booty, too. Leave her alone and let her get some booty. Sky Blue quickly defeats Queen Anamante, Anamani, Aminatana, I can't pronounce your name, I apologize, dear, with a Dragon Sleeper. And then in the main event, the match that I did see and and I loved, 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 El Hio del Vikingo defeats Black Torus with the 630 Centon. Now, let's jump on over to the east side of things and let's cap, get into it. He's going to recap the smack. Alright, let's recap SmackDown. AJ Styles opened the show and acknowledges the fact that both Randy Orton and LA Knight want Roman Reigns, but Styles says he's first in line. He's interrupted by LA Knight, who says Styles can have Roman after him. As they continue to argue, they're interrupted by Randy Orton, who lays down his own claim after being shelled by the bloodline for 18 months. Finally, Nick Aldis arrived on the scene and admitted that each of them have a legitimate claim to face Reigns and they'll get the chance at New Year's Revolution in a triple threat match to determine Roman's challenger for the Royal Rumble. In a Holiday Havoc match, the ring is surrounded by Christmas decorations and food, because WWE. Bianca Belair, Mia Yim, Shotzi, and Zelina Vega defeated Damage Control as Mia Yim pins the WWE Women's Champion. Shame Io never gets the strong booking that her Raw counterpart gets. 
Dragon Lee defeated Butch to retain the NXT North American title with a Canadian Destroyer, followed by Destino in the United States Championship Tournament's semi-finals. Kevin Owens defeated Carmelo Hayes with a pop-up powerbomb, followed by a Swanton, followed by a Stunner. KO ain't fucking around. And after the match, Owens helped Hayes to his feet and they shook hands. Also in the tournament, Santos Escobar defeated Bobby Lashley thanks to two lucha-masked men um, attacking the Street Profits and distracting Lashley. Escobar's new associates unmasked to reveal Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. Backstage, pretty deadly, make fun of Butch for losing his match and they end up brawling before Nick Aldis and officials break up the fight and Aldis tells Butch to find a partner for New Year's Revolution. And in the main event, AJ Styles defeated Solo Sokoa by DQ as he's attacked by Roman Reigns. Styles fights Roman, Roman off before Sokoa attacks from behind, prompting Randy Orton, Jimmy Uso and LA Knight to join the fray. But Styles takes exception to Knight and Orton getting in his business and the three of them brawl as the bloodline watches on. Well, Saturday night is fight night and Moses is on course for collision. Let's keep this going. Rampage report is over with. Let's jump in to the collision course. Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli wrestle to a draw in the Blue League of the match during the Continental Classic. They are the first two men to get a draw in this tournament. And, uh, well, it couldn't have come off of a better group of dudes. I honestly thought that this match should have been a draw. Um, then again, I kind of felt like Claudio could have lost. But it is what it is. A draw happened, uh, and they hugged it out at the end. They claim defeated Top Flight and Action Andrade to retain the AEW World Trios titles as Castro rolls up Andrade and holds the tights after dodging a shooting star press. My guess as well is the Acclaim's days are numbered as Trios champions. Keith Lee defeats Brian Cage with the Big Bang catastrophe the BBC and says uh, just about almost, it took him almost a year to come back, you know, He's been gone for a while because somebody took him out for two months with a cinder block. Keith Lee says the person isn't getting a hint. He's coming uh, He's coming to Dynamite to make his intentions clear and his intentions to tear down his house brick by brick. Obviously, we know exactly whose house he's talking about. Tony Storm and Maria May are backstage. Storm doesn't know who Maria is, and I still love this whole thing. Uh, she has no idea who Mariah is. Uh, you know, even though they've been together on and off for the past month, Ma- M- Mariah's been helping her out on Dynamite last week and says that her American wrestling license has been approved and she will be competing soon. Um, she also says that uh, she asked Storm for advice. Storm says she isn't paying attention and is only focused on the camera. As she should be, because, you know, that's the whole gimmick. She's the fucking, you know, the dame. She's the fucking Marilyn Monroe professional wrestler. In the ring, Christian Cage brings out Shayna White, his new honey, I guess. The, you know, he's, he's a stepdaddy. So here comes stepmom. Or I guess regular mom. Anyway, he says that, uh, she didn't do, that she did what she did because of what Adam Copeland did to her son. Shayna says what she did is what she what she did is what any loving mother would do to protect her son. The crowd obviously boos. Shayna comes, says that the one person who loves her and cares for her as much as her son does is Christian Cage. Cage fires more shots at Copeland and implies he had slept with Shayna before accepting the challenge for the rematch for no holds 
barred or a no DQ match for the TNT title against Adam Copeland. Ricky Starks and Big Bill are backstage. Uh, Bill says that he thinks Kenny Omega's injury sounds made up. He's just afraid to face them for the AEW Tag Team titles at World's End. Jericho arrives and says Jer uh, Omega is out and he is not forfeiting anything. He will find a partner to replace Omega. Diverticulitis is not made up, Brev. It's not made up. It's also the thing that took out Brock Lesnar for a while. Daniel Garcia defeated Brody King in a Blue League match, getting uh, getting some points even though the end is coming near. The lights go out after the match, and when they come back out, all three members of the House of Black are in the ring. Daddy Magic hops in, but Bad Buddy Matthews takes him out. FTR comes out to make the save, and they challenge House of Black to a match. Not specifically, we don't know when, we don't know where. Maybe it'll be at World's End. So far, nothing's been announced. Then Rosa. And Abaddon defeat the TBS champion Julie Hart and Sky Blue in Rosa's return to the ring. She hits Sky Blue with the Tijuana Bomb. The Tijuana Bomb. Eddie Kingston defeats Andrade El Idolo in the Blue League with two spinning back fists and a swinging suplex. Brian Danielson comes out and stares him down. Eddie Kingston in the ring. It's a vicious stare down. We're building towards the final and that is how we close the show. Good, good, good collision, believe it or not. Really good Continental Classical stuff. And shockingly, WWE stars were not made to work Christmas Day. As the judge honestly shouldn't be that surprising. So, the cap is not going to go in Raw this week, which means we're heading straight into AEW. And instead of capping last night's Dynamite, we're jumping right in to this Saturday's World's End. Come along with us. Hmm. <clears throat> So, um, I'm, I'm kind of mad that we got to skip Dynamite last night because it was a pretty damn good episode, I thought. Um, Shockingly, couple of, couple of uh, um, um, not great decisions booking-wise, I can nitpick. But, hey, you know what? All those people that always say there's never a story in AEW, well, at least we're getting a story. <laughs> yeah, and it did seem pretty thrown together, but I got to say I was kind of glued to Sammy Guevara's return. Hey. Um and then, of course, Jericho coming out, Sting coming out, Darby coming out. Um, Eddie Kingston's redemption story looking great. Love the promo from Mox. And, of course, the grand finale was MJF losing the ROH Tag Team titles. To, no doubt, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. You think so? You think it's Matt? I, you want to know who we think it is? The TSK. We thought it was Devon Eriks. Oh, that'd be a swerve. But I'm thinking it. I'm thinking it could be. You know what I mean. And then again, I want uh, this this devil angle right now. I want it to be everyone you never thought it was, because that's what it looks like right now. I yeah. think the only guy that for sure we're gonna know who was in it is gonna be Wardlow. But I I, I really want this to be like a you're joking. The <laughs> the Von Eric boys are bad guys. Yes, yes they should be. Come on, make it happen, Jack. Um. I, I did see the great point about Adam Cole, though. I mean, I mean, we said it was him from the beginning, then we started second-guessing it, but obviously last night we had to reveal that Joe's been mm -hmm. working in league with the devil. Um, it was Adam Cole who pushed MJF to team with Samoa Joe. He had always done it, so now, that again, that points right to Adam. Adam! You know, is he the guy that's... Is he the devil? Is he the man behind the mask? I mean, yeah. I still... I I'm I'm I think so. I think we're at that point now, where kind of yeah. I don't want to say it's kind of 
inevitable that it's like, yeah, it has to be him. You know what I mean? It, who else can it truly really be? But, but we've been swerved before. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I, I get where some people are coming from that this storyline is getting ridiculous and dragged out, but I think the payoff's going to be worth it. Look, bro, everybody got hurt. Okay. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> almost every fucking guy part of the storyline got hurt. Okay. It's curse. It's, it's the devil's curse. It is the devil's curse. And so now they're having to fucking, you know, piece it together while everybody's taped up. Fucking goddamn fucking MJF wrestled in a sling for fuck's sake yesterday. Come on. They're trying and, so hard. And then got a chair shot into said sling. Oh. And those were so vicious, too. Yeah. Like, dude, take it easy. Betrayal chair shots to the back are so unforgivable. Him too, fucking Joe, asshole. <laughs> just, just the head turn was great. Um, it, you should have seen it coming. Really. There's no such thing as a nice guy, Joe. Has I was about to say there never has been. So no, he's always got some ulterior motive. We should have seen it coming. But um, World's End is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, I won't be watching it live because I got to work the next morning. But it's fucking ten matches long. Like Tony, stop it! Again, uh. well, eight eight matches on the regular show, yeah. two on the pre-show, but still, still, like, what are we doing? This is the big well, loot show. Like the eight-man tag was added last night. I we didn't but really why? need an eight-man tag added for why. Like, I I immediately thought, cool, Jericho found his replacement for Kenny. There's the tag title match. You know, maybe Big Bill and, and Starks lose it to the sex gods. Not a harmful thing. You know, whatever. But no, instead, it's a fucking ape man. And yeah. I'm going to say it, and I, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. Tony, this is not New Japan. This no, is I'm- not New Japan. You don't have a fucking a, 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 a fucking big pay-per-view coming up where these title matches are going to fucking matter. You should have this bitch now. Instead, we're having a fucking eight-man. And, and Swerving Keith also was, has been really rush-booked in the last two or three weeks. I think they probably could have saved that for Revolution. Well, for me, this is the fucking... This is the chicken nuggets in the freezer. Yeah, you know what I mean. They they we've warmed them up once. They tasted really good the first time, and now we're going back to it again and again and again. And I'm gonna get sick. We're I'm eating too much processed food over here, Jack. But I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Swerve is 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 beyond hot. And I'm yeah. like, I understand. That's not true. I don't understand. I really did think that he should have won. He should have beat Mox. I mean, again, they're telling a story. We have we can't we got to be nice and and admit that they're telling a story and the story makes sense. But at the same time, you had this fucking ultra hot guy in Swerve, and now I don't even think he's even close to being hot anymore. He's over, he's over. But his, you know, his that magnitude, the magnetism that he would normally carry ain't there right now. It just it's yeah. slowly going away, and it went and it, all when you put his name next to Keith Lee, like we didn't see this five months ago. Like, we yeah. didn't see it at the beginning of the year. That, that's another thing about the chicken nuggets being in the freezer. Oh, shit, I forgot we had them. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I mean. We're going back to it. It's like, dude, enough. 
whoever got the fucking giant bag at the Costco, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up, Chad. Uh, they last about two weeks for me, and that's just me personally. That's hey, well, you know, I've got. They don't feed kids. the whole family; they just feed me. They feed me. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough. But I mean, worst case scenario, it's just going to be a good match. So I mean, I, oh, I, I yeah. can bitch, I can bitch and complain all day long, but worst case scenario, it's going to be some entertainment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can bitch about there being ten matches, but and but at the same time, they are going to be good matches. It's just yeah. that they really all have to be on the one night. Yeah, for real. For this eight man tag, you can have this <laughs> motherfucker on dynamite. You can have it on rampage. Fucking pitch all the fucking guys there. Let's see what else could you have pushed. Why didn't we have Miro and Andrade on any fucking dynamite? These guys have been pushing each other's buttons for over two months. And we're just now going to fucking put them on a show? Like, that was dumb. Yeah. It's just... Uh, some things could have changed. You know what I mean? Some bookings could have went differently. Again, we I, I can bitch and complain all day long about Mox and his spot. But it, it is what it is. But the, the point of the matter is it looks like this is going to be one of those shows that's going to... It's going to start the new year. That is the point of this show. It, we're, this is how AEW looks going into the new year. All right, so let's... I think we're going to have a lot of changes. Kick it off with the obligatory AEW Battle Royal on the, on the kickoff. The kickoff? The, buy, the buy-in. The buy-in. Um, the winner of this one gets a TNT title shot in the future. Of course, it depends whether it's going to be Adam, Adam, Copeland, Adam. or Christian, but there's nobody announced, so we can't really predict that one. But, I mean, if you're going to give a few, whoever wins it isn't going to win the TNT title, so really, is there much point? You're just building a number one contender, which I understand. I understand. But... You've you know what, we, we, could, we can easily get a point for this one, too, because they haven't announced anybody, so all we have to say is TBA. Well, then fuck it. Hey, it's going to be that I, one I guy. I say TBA. It's going to be that one guy. <laughs> but, now I mean, in to... all reality, it's it's somebody who's going to have to go against uh, Edge. Adam Copeland, if you will. Adam. Um, and that's where I, I just, I don't, I don't see anybody just yet. No. Then again, I'm also the guy who's clamoring for fucking Sting to win any belt right now before he fucking leaves AEW. Any belt. We're going to give him a shot at the tag titles. Hell, make him fucking TNT champ. That that would Fuck be him. nuts. That would be, but he's already in a match. So that's bullshit. Yeah, uh, Swerve's already in a match, too. Um, Wardlow, uh, we've been down that TNT road too many times. He needs to too stay many. far away from it and... Keep wearing a mask and running around beating people up. Yep. So oh, well. I'll leave it at TBA until we figure something out better. Yeah, unless they actually announce somebody by Saturday night, but we'll see. Uh, also on the buy-in, yeah, we got FT rules for the FTW title hook versus Wheeler Yuta. So, what the fuck are even FTW rules? That's basically, my big question. Basically, a hardcore match, I think. Ah, got it. Okay. Well, I mean, with that being said, it's like um, I just I look. I'm I've been dying. Yeah, no DQ. Um, I've been dying not for a new champ. That's messed up. I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> um, 
I've been dying for them to do something with Yuta. Like, more so. Like, he just won the pure title. He's got the pure title back from uh, from Shibata. So that's good. But now I want I want a little more. We kept talking about the Blackpool Combat Club literally walking around with every piece of gold there is. And it's just not happening. Maybe it could happen with one guy. Right? It's a belt that doesn't fucking mean anything. Yeah, no, literally you know. it means nothing. So, I mean, it's either, uh, either, either Yuta wins it or, and this is probably the more likely, the very evil Danhausen shows up and curses that stupid Wheeler Yuta. And, and because of that, that's why fucking Hook will retain and then we'll build probably towards fucking Danhausen and, and Yuta, maybe for the pure title, which would be hilarious yeah. and awesome at the same time. So I really want that now, and I want Hook to win now. So now Hook needs to win so I can get some random bullshit. And a blimp. And a blimp, yes. Make me lots of money. Either way, we need more Dan housing. Fuck yeah, we do. Um, Guys, fucking gold. Yeah, I think the only reason Wheeler would win it would be to continue the feud, because like we said, that title means nothing unless you're Hook or Taz. So... The only person True. that's really going to chase it is Hook. Mm-hmm. So he has to retain. Otherwise, we're just going to continue this feud for no real reason. Yeah. I mean, we probably could, but I don't think we want to. Okay, on to the main show. Um, I kind of hope they open it with the Continental Classic final. Yes. Um. First of all, because it's going to be a banger. And second of all, it kind of... This is probably going to be one of the longest matches of the night. So let's get it out there early. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I agree with you too much. Um, I have a bad feeling they may go with like the eight man first, which would be stupid. Mm. But I think, yeah, this would be an excellent way to start the show off. The crowning of... Of a new triple crown champion, whether it be Eddie or whether it be John, either one. I just think, yeah, now this would be a great way to start the show. And I said it when the tournament started, and somehow, some way, this wasn't supposed to happen. And Eddie pulled off every fucking upset possible. He lost his first two, he won out. Now, he went from a piece of shit to everybody has to fucking realize that Eddie Kingston is more than likely going to be the triple crown fucking champ. Now, now, hold on, hold the phone. And I say this for two reasons. One, I could easily be wrong because guess who leaves for Japan in five days after this show? John Moxley. Guess who would look amazing heading down to Wrestle Kingdom with three fucking belts? John Moxley. So sure. Granted, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he has a title match heading into fucking Wrestle Kingdom. And if he does, I don't. And if he doesn't, well, then the good. Yeah, plan. isn't it the uh, triple threat for the whatever nation the title is now? International, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Used to be the U.S., then it was the U.K. Yeah, some weird bullshittery like that. So, 
I, I I'm leaning to Kingston. It's the end all be all story. He is he is this is literally him. They're trying to make him the all Japan guy. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. perfect. Let's go with it. Let's fucking rock with it because again, Eddie Kingston can go to Japan and do good. He can be here in the states and do good. He can go to Ring of Honor and do good. So that's what all three of those belts mean. Give it to Eddie. Yeah. I'm pulling for Eddie, and I kind of feel like they built this tournament around him and this title around him just to showcase him more. Because, like, they started him off with losses, and he dragged his way back up and won the whole fucking thing. The whole fucking thing. You didn't think he would win. You didn't think after two losses that he would come back and not only still be in the mix... But go all the way to the finals and then have to mm. face his former best friend, which is a lovely story in its own right. Yeah. And, and and to some, a guy that is damn near unbeatable. If I'm not mistaken, Moxley hasn't lost yet. In so, this tournament? Uh, in this tournament. Oh, yeah. No, he's. He's, under, clean, he's the only undefeated guy. Him and Swerve had that deadlock. And That's then there right. was this. Dusty finish for that one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Mox is still undefeated in the tournament. And the, but the, the way they booked Eddie was like he lost the first two matches, and he was the one that put the title, his t- own titles, mm-hmm. up for l- grabs in this tournament. And it was like, fuck Eddie, what have you done? Yeah, right. You threw it all away, and now it, it the 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 plan is coming full circle. So yeah, give me Eddie. Um, going to be a great moment if he's crowned. Should be a fucking hell of a match, by the way. I mean, should be a hell of a match. Yeah. And the other reason they shouldn't go with Marks is because people are just going to complain for fuck's sake. They gave another title to Moxley. Yeah, please don't. I mean, I, again, I understand. And that's what, and this was one of the, uh, uh, I believe it was not Kyle, but XDC who said, doesn't Gato love Moxley? I was like, yeah. I don't know if he loves him enough to let him carry a different company, AEW's belt in there. I'd rather him. I think he loves him so much. He would rather him have him carry an IWGP belt. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. And I'm again. I'm hoping it's Eddie. I'm hoping, hoping, hoping. All right. Uh, so we got two uh, women's title matches. Um, funny how they never really put Jade on many pay per views towards the end. But okay. <laughs> um, Julia defending against Abaddon. Um, don't really see much of a threat, and I agree with you. But I have to tell the people out there that are like, "What the fuck is Abaddon doing?" <laughs> fuck you. She's a and living dead girl. She's it's, exactly. <laughs> fuck you. Don't worry. It, it's a. It was a match that was built. It was built off of tension, off anticipation, off of just. You know, the, the the powers that be, you know, the two fucking... They, they never touch each other. They never said a word to each other. And now the match is happening. This is so fucking old school. It ain't even funny. It's actually awesome. Um, But I'm with you. Dude, Julia Hart's on fire. Okay? Yeah. I don't think she's losing to Abaddon. Um, but this was a great way to build Abaddon. Get her into the good graces of the people. Actually using the TBS title to elevate people... Whether you win it or not. Didn't we always talk about that? The, yeah. the belt should help elevate all these motherfuckers over here talking about there's too many belts, too many belts, too many belts, too many belts. Are you going to, you would not believe Abaddon against Tony Storm for fucking two minutes. 
but Abaddon against Julia Hart, yet you believe it. And, and well, who's Abaddon? And now you're curious. And now you're watching. And now you're paying attention because that's how you build people with all these too many title bullshits. Yeah, that this makes more sense. Abaddon versus Tony Storm wouldn't really make sense, but this one does because it's like it's demon versus witch. And I always laugh when people uh, criticize like Abaddon's gimmick, like it's so stupid. But you love the Undertaker, that that guy. Right thank there. you. Like, how many times say. did he raise from the dead? You know that motherfucker only won one buried alive match. <laughs> they always bury the dog shit out of his ass. So again, if you're gonna hate on the supernatural, you telling me you hate the Undertaker. Yeah, who we me praise is Bray one of the greatest of all time. You're telling me you hate Bray Wyatt. Okay, Kane was a little supernatural at first, too. Kane was a thousand percent supernatural at first. So, again, you're telling me you hate... Well, that, that, slow down on that one. <laughs> you can hate Kane. It's okay. Yeah, you're not, now you can, yeah. Now you can. Um, but that's for a different reason. So, we're both going Julia Hart to retain just because... It doesn't seem any of any likely that she'll drop the title anytime soon. No. Plus, she's got a little friend running around now, Sky Blue. Yeah, that's true. Sky Blue being right there on her hip. I like that. I like it a lot. Again, two now that's two ladies elevated thanks to the TBS title for no yeah. fucking reason. And uh, job, also, Tony. Sky Blue's new sort of gimmick and aura and appearance kind of breaking she's the internet. So hot. <laughs> Oh my god! I seen her. I was like, "Who the fuck is this fine looking?" And they're like, "That's Sky Blue." I said, "Oh, whew, excuse me. Like, I need to shave. I need to change my appearance too, girl. Shit, let me get on your level." Um, Julia needs to spray more people in the face if that's what it does to them. Hey, right? Fucking <laughs> hit, hit, hit my girl Willow one time. Shit, she already. I'm already in love. Well, Shit. I mean, for a second there, we thought Willow was gonna turn too. Yeah, right. I mean, you never know, dude. You never know. We barely see her. She, if, fuck, for all we know, the, the 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 dark magic is lingering. Yeah, I mean, fuck, it, I it, love AEW. When um Sky Blue was at odds with Chris Statlander, and it seemed like Sky Blue and Willow were both gonna turn, but it, it was just Sky Blue. Um, mm -hmm. but I mean, yeah, it's enough for now. Hey, for right now, yeah. <laughs> All right, so the one that we didn't really see the point happening on the pay-per-view, uh, no disrespect to those involved, it's just, I could, probably could have waited. Swerve versus Keith Lee, uh, and also a rivalry that you kind of dropped a year and a half ago, and now you're suddenly bringing it back, because, one, I think you're bringing it back because Swerve's hard as hell right now, and mm. two, you got nothing else for Keith to do. Nothing. And you're really trying to get Heath a little momentum. But you're... But you're putting, you're, okay, you're asking a grizzly bear to walk through a bed of fucking uh, hot coals. That's what you're asking. So this motherfucker is going to have to catch some kind of heat. You're taking a dude who's up here, and no disrespect to Keith Lee. I love Keith Lee, but AEW has done a worse job with Keith Lee than fucking WWE did, okay? For some dumbass fucking reason, how Keith Lee left the hottest, biggest, greatest thing the indies have ever fucking seen to a relevant dude is beyond me. Is beyond me. But they've made him just a relevant dude, especially now more so in AEW. But you're taking this mega hot superstar and swerve, and you're bringing me in a, a mildly cool Keith Lee. 
I, I'm sure they can have a banger match that can maybe help elevate Keith Lee a little bit. Yeah. But it will it cost Swerve is my question. Because that's the only thing that can really come from this right now. <sighs> Keith Lee is going to get a little bit of a boost regardless. Regardless. This, is this, this going to hurt Swerve? Yeah, this is why it's dumb resurrecting this rivalry out of nowhere when Swerve's momentum is all the way up there because... Uh, what happens if Keith brings up this rivalry again after like a year and loses? What's the point? Exactly. And then that's 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 kind of why I think we're getting as frustrated as we are. You can't really have him lose, right? He is on storyline wise. Fucking, no, he's on top of the fucking world storyline wise. He's hot. He's probably the most over guy right now outside of Kenny Omega, who's got fucking diverticulitis, by the way. We haven't really talked about, but we'll have to deal with that at some point. But he's hotter than anybody out in you know inside of AEW right now. And again, you're bringing in a guy that we ha- we haven't even seen him in months. We haven't even seen him in months. And no, he's just been like, hanging around backstage. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and you you said it beautifully. This could have easily had just been on a dynamite or a fucking rampage or something. You know, if Keith Lee's that important, how come you didn't put him in the Continental Classic? Fuck, I mean, Mark Briscoe. I love Mark Briscoe. I love Mark Briscoe to death. I do. Sussex County Chicken. He's the man. But <laughs> he won, what, one match? Two matches? Yeah. I hate saying this. It, 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 fucking Keith Lee probably could have done just as good and, and probably would have came out brighter. I hate saying it. You know what I mean? Because it's a guy we haven't seen in a minute. Yeah. But... Uh, th- yeah, this match is just full on booked yourself into a corner because Swerve can't lose because he's got the momentum. Keith Lee can't lose because he's dragging up the past for a revenge story. So mm-hmm. e- either way, it's not going to make sense. No, but, so get your, get your Swerve on and hope for the best. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to go for Swerve just because he does have all that momentum and I think a loss would hurt him. A lot more than a loss would hurt Keith Lee because, let's face it, Keith Lee's not really doing anything else anyway. He's not. And then, you know, for those who are probably looking at their phone or looking at the screen right now and saying, well, what if they, what if it's a fuck finish? What if it's a fuck finish? That's only going to make it worse. So you're going to drag this out. No. You, In which I, case, I'm, you could have saved it for the next pay per view. Exactly. So this just needs to be a one off. Let Keith Lee get some fucking. Let Keith Lee get the rub, baby. That's the fucking term I've been. I've been skipping. My whole brain has been skipping it. Let him get the goddamn rub. Yeah, you know I mean, swerve till he dies. Whatever. Bounce out of here. Smell you later. And then you know maybe try to rebuild him on his own somewhere else. You know what I mean? And dynamite rampage, whatever have you. And hope that we can just streamline swerve somewhere. You know, hell with it with with a possible new AEW champ. Maybe he's the first in line. Damn sure it should be. Mm. Uh, let's go to the other women's title, the women's world title, Timeless Tony Storm versus Riho. Um, just like the other one, though, I don't really see this as much of a threat. I, I fucking love Riho. Okay, I do. I fucking love Riho. She's one of my favorite. I think she can work with absolutely everyone. Um, people give her shit because she's all of like 88 pounds and Whatever, she's fucking awesome. Okay, I fucking love Riho, but you're not wrong, bro. Like, what the fuck? It's like you came back for what, my dear? For what? 
to take on the hottest women's wrestling star right now in the biz? In the biz. Mercedes Monet. Uh, who? Who the fuck is that? I ain't seen her in, in, in a minute. Oh, Trinity, she was hanging out outside the Boston Garden last night. Eh, Trinity, fucking whatever. Fucking uh, uh, Charlotte Flair, I tore every fucking ligament in my knee. You know what I mean? Becky Lynch. No, it, the fucking hottest women's star right now, right now, is Tony fucking Storm. Is timeless fucking Tony Storm. And again, I fucking love Rio. She's the first AEW champ. She's the fucking real McDeal. So, uh, fucking everybody thought that was Kenny's girlfriend. She's not. But you're just a girl, my dear. You're just there, darling. Tony Storm is it. She is it. And she is, not only is she it, she's the sh. It. You know what I'm saying? She is, uh, she's the shit, okay? She's the shit. There's nobody better and 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 her having and her losing would literally literally force me to give so many fucking twat points <laughs> to fucking TK. Fulham would get relegated. That's how many points I'd fucking give him. Okay. Tony Storm for the dub all day every day. I don't know anybody who's gonna beat her anytime soon. Maybe that Jamie Hater girl whenever mm. she recovers. I love how Tony still doesn't know who Mariah May is. Nope. And it's the fucking best. It's the fucking best. Ah, uh, speaking of her, Jesus Christ. Bro, all these fucking women wearing these fucking like little mini skirts and shit, like they're fucking schoolgirls. Whoever's idea was, bravo TK. to you. Bravo to you, TK. I appreciate um, what you do for the people, sir. Yeah, Mariah May brought out all the boys. The other night on, I don't know what the hell was going on on Twit X, whatever, but uh, <laughs> I'm just formally known she was getting some very strange requests. Well, if you see, we we some sick motherfuckers. Let me just put it yeah. like that. I'm gonna and be real blunt. She ain't even wrestled yet. No, and these guys <laughs> are fucking foaming at the mouth. <laughs> oh yoy. boy, sometimes I can kind of see why Mercedes Monet is such a bitch with people. Hey, <laughs> Get right? The fuck away from me. Get the fuck. You're drooling on me, bro. You're drooling on me. <laughs> this is Prada. <laughs> Just a little more Boston. There you go. A little more Boston. There you go. <laughs> okay, let's get this one done. Eight-man tag. Ricky Starks. <sighs> Big Bill. You still sound stupid. And the Don Callis families. Kyle Fletcher and Powerhouse Hobbs versus Las X Guards Reunited and Sting and Darby Allen. I... Like I said, I, I love the segment with Sammy's return. Um, oh, yeah, no. And Don. Great segment. Full on putting his foot in his mouth. Sammy's like, who who told you to put that, take that picture of the baby? Oh, it was, I love Don Callis. I've missed Don Callis. Um, but what the fuck? Why are they, why do you need to be in this? Why is this a thing? I understand, like. It, it, um, they kind of needed it for Sammy's return. I get that. Why in the fuck do we need an eight man? Why? The, on, the so, only reason really I can think of is just to give Sting another pay per view match. Like put him on all the pay per views before he retires. Okay, hold on. I'm going to. I'm going to leave him on this match. <laughs> Want to know how I'm going to leave him on this match? 
a triple threat for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Ricky Starks, Big Bill, defend against Lasek Scotch, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Darby Allin and Sting. There you go. You fucking have it. Kyle Fletcher is the fucking Ring of Honor television champ and has done fuck all. He ain't even on Ring of Honor TV. I forgot he was even TV champ. Exactly. Powerhouse Hobbs went from being a guy that we were like, it's time to push him. You're going to do this. 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 To he's done fuck all. So why are you here? Why are you in this match? What is the fucking point? What is the point? There's no point. Zero. Absolute zero. You needed them to have a title defense. You have every other goddamn belt on your fucking list minus the international title being defended. Even that fucking FTW belt is being fucking defended. But you can't have the tag titles being defended. You can't cut out Kyle Fletcher and Powerhouse Hobbs, no matter how much I love him, how much I love Don Callis, especially Don Callis on commentary. But you're going to take away the obvious, necessary tag title match that should happen, that should easily crown Jericho and Sammy and or Sting and Darby. Because, again, there's your... Here's my thing with with Sting. He's going to be leaving in, what, two months, three months, tops? Yeah. He's won nothing here. Nothing. Give him the fucking tag titles. Give him It's with Darby. I would understand, like, oh, shit, it's fucking Sting and, like, retired Lex Luger. Yeah, I wouldn't give him the belt. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. But it's Darby Allen. Even if you hot potato these belts, it's worth it. They win him now. Oh, my God. Crowning moment. Da, 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 da. And then Sting in his final match loses him to some brand new fucking team put together by his former best friend, Ric Flair or something. Yeah. I mean, out of some dumb way to fucking swerve it around. Because in all reality, yes, yeah, Sting is the man, but you shouldn't really have him in singles matches. And yeah. this garners more attention. He's a he's a ratings grabber. Hell, their fir- one of their first fucking wrestling dummies was Sting. I've got two of them in my son's room. Two. You and we're fucking them off. Even CM Punk left AEW a two-time world champion. <laughs> and we're fucking off Sting. One of the greatest of all time. We're fucking them off. I yeah. understand the old guys don't need a belt. I understand that, you know, we shouldn't follow in the footsteps of WWE. But I'm not saying fucking... Bill Goldberg needs to show up and win the AEW championship. I'm saying let Sting win the tag team titles. Let him win the equivalent to the television title and the TNT title. Let him win something before he goes. Otherwise, Sting was just in AEW for a little bit. That's what you're going to have. That's what it is. Sting was, he was just in AEW. We will forget the matches that he was in. You will forget any kind of lineage he may have had while he's here if you do not submit him with fucking history being a fucking championship. You, This is an obvious fuck off. This is one of those ones where he fucking TK ripped this match out as he was literally snorting a line. Literally at the same time. He fucking got pencil shavings instead of fucking coke on a fucking draw. So that's his own goddamn problem. But it's just, it's... This is a waste. This is a fucking waste. This is a dynamite match. A thousand percent. Um, a thousand percent. Like I, I mean, was saying I, earlier, he's trying to be Gato, bro. This ain't New Japan. No. I, I get it. It's Sting coming in 
uh, wasn't supposed to be give him championships. He was come coming in just to elevate people, and that's fine. But like like Moses said, give him something, something just to say, yeah, he held that title in AEW. Remember when the Legends title came out of nowhere and in fucking TNA? Oh jeez, bring that motherfucker back right now. The, le- the Legends right Global now. TV King of the Mountain Championship. Hey, that fucking Legends title was gorgeous. Yeah, they they didn't need to change it. No. Dumb fucks. Because that title was perfect. It was called the Legends title, so it was held by Booker T, Mick Foley, Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. I think AJ Old held heads. it while it was still Legends title, too, and, I mean, he was a living legend. Even in TNA, AJ like Styles say, yeah, was a legend. <laughs> you can make an exception for AJ, but, you know, it was, it was a title meant for the old heads. Yeah, for the old cats, the guys that have been around for fucking too long, and they're living, they're extending their heydays or whatever have you. But that's, it's, it's like you just, I really feel like it's just a waste. You know what I mean? Even, even if like they're not in this match, so then what was the point of bringing Sammy back? You know what I mean? Why not have them have a title run then? It's just, it's you, even having this, get rid of the eight man tag and make it a four way for the tag titles, and at least then it makes a little more sense. A little, yeah, at least little. then you've got the potential shit. Maybe Sting's going to win a tag team title here. Exactly. You have potential. In this, it's a fucking match. But at the same time, Jericho and obviously Sammy now are due a title shot anyway. Yeah. So we're going to push it off. So you could have done that and then have the eight-man tag on Dynamite or something. Yeah, have you could have had a fuck finish. You could have had them interfere. And that's the return of the Don Callis family. But nope. Tony. It's like, come on, dude. I'm I'm sorry. Some of these ones are just like, they're so simple. They're just so simple. Like, I get it, bruv. Fulham sucks right now. Okay? They're the dirt worst. You're probably going to get relegated. Probably not. But still. That is no excuse for shit booking. No. No excuse. And uh, this kind of booking is exactly why people are talking a lot of shit about TK lately. Mm-hmm. Can't say I always blame more. them. Well, it's as 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 the boys said in the episode that we dropped uh, that we're going to be dropping this week, uh, and 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 uh, Harold's the one that said it. We expect different from TK and AEW, and when we get se- served a fucking McDonald's double cheese, and we're at fucking In and Out, we're like, oh wait, whoa, wait a minute, what the fuck is this? Well, maybe not In and Out, maybe Burger King. That's a little too fancy, but you know, it's still fast food. God damn it. Yeah. Um, all right. So unfortunately we don't have a tag team title match or a freeway or anything like that. We are stuck with the eight man tag. So, um, I'd say just make it quick. Go with the baby faces, less X guards, sting and Darby. Bingo. I mean, that's, that's the best we could do here. There's no point of the heels winning it. None. Team Sting, I love it. Yeah, I'm not writing out all the fucking names. I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, okay, what else we got? Um, actually, I may as well just do the rest in order. Uh, Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland, part two this time, and no DQ for the TNT title. I mean, you've already pretty much predicted Adam Cole, wi- uh, Adam Cole, Adam Copeland. There's too many fucking Adams. Adam yeah. Copeland winning. I just don't see the point of, like... Unless you're going to tell me that Copeland is going to get just literally overly fucked in this match. And I mean overly. You have to 
you're going to have to do some real fuckery. Okay. I mean, how many like family members does Nick have left? I, I, fuck, I don't know. Shit. For all I know, he's got a random little brother coming out of nowhere. Shit. Right? The whole Wayne family runs in on Adam Copeland. The fucking spirit of his father is going to fucking help break up a pin watch. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm going to hell. Anyway, but it's, I just don't, like, again, we, I, we love Christian. He's the fucking man. But guess what? He doesn't need the TNT title to be the man. He doesn't need to be the DNT champion to be the greatest stepdad there's ever been. Okay. He's, he can be that still rub you the wrong way and not have to gloat about being a champ. Um, I do think Adam's going to, Adam Copeland's going to win this belt. I do think that this is his, uh, probably his only championship mm-hmm. in AEW. I mean, if he gets a world title, I'll be a little surprised, but I think that he is going to be the guy to either pass it on to whoever wins this battle royal, or they're just gonna this. That's their way of feeding him a quote unquote worthy opponent. Yeah, I mean, I thought Copeland was gonna win it in Canada, and then obviously yeah, we had so uh, Shayna Wayne getting involved. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got to be Adam Copeland this time. As I much mean, as we been... love Christian, amazing heel right now on top of his game. Um, but obviously they're going to give a title to Adam Copeland. Because if you don't, then what? So what was the then? What was the point of bringing in Adam Copeland? Yeah, they sting all over again. Mm-hmm. Bringing in guys for nothing. Don't do um, it. I think we said this one could have waited. Could have gone to Collision or Dynamite Two. Miro versus Andrade. I uh, just, it's, it's one of these ones where I feel like it's just something about it. Could have had just a big of appeal on a dynamite or a rampage because we constantly get the vignettes and the constant back and forth backstage nonsense. It's like, good, cool. Let's see it take head here. But they're trying to play it up as a big old match. So I, I, I get it. I get it. Still don't like it, but I get it. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised it's not a CJ Perry on a pole match, but hey, maybe we'll get that in the uh, the rematch. So, oh, man. I haven't really thought that much about this, whether Miro just kills her, his wife's client, or if she turns on her client, or if she helps her client win. There's just all these different scenarios for this match, and they're all just as likely as the other. Yeah, you're a thousand percent. It could go a bazillion ways. We could have a regular old match where CJ Perry does fuck all, which I kind of would not be all that surprised. Um, she could interfere via for her husband or for Andrade. There could be uh, hell. We could see some random other woman. You know what I mean? Try who's going to manage Miro or whatever. Come to stop her. We we don't really know what we're going to see. I just think that this is probably going to be one of the more hard hitting matches. I think this is going to be very fun. I think this is going to help elevate both guys. Um, I just I kept saying uh, the reason why I'm saying is doing on a, on, on, a, on a dynamite besides the build happening on those shows is it's. We the regulars, the constant, the diehards of you that are watching the dynamites, the rampage, the collisions. This is a perfect match for us and you're making us having to pay for it. But it's like this, this, this match could get everybody's attention on TV. So I hope it garners just as much attention on the pay-per-view with that being said, 
I kind of I kind of really like the idea of CJ Perry on a pole match. That just sounds very appealing. <laughs> but we're not we're not WCW. And it's time to start building Miro. I I love Andrade. I do. Um but they haven't used him. And when they do, they use him like shit. And I really do think that he's not going to hang out much longer. He's probably going to use this relationship, this uh, time in AEW to rekindle uh, the fire in CMLL, go back for a little bit, maybe re, you know, regain his roots, regain the, the Mexican fandom. And then he too will head back to the E at some point to be with his wife and all that fun jazz. But I just think it starts now with a Miro win. Now, granted, I don't know if P- CJ now decides she has to follow her husband. I'm thinking that's likely, but me, I think this is a Miro win situation. And if not, then what are we doing with Miro? Yeah, I, I think Miro wins clean, and we get a little bit more of this going on where Miro picks a fight with whoever CJ's client happens to be at the time. I like that. Just bullying um, everybody. We're probably probably definitely going to get a moment where she's conflicted and doesn't know what to do or who to help or whatever. But yeah, clean, inevitable. Clean win for Miro, um, and everybody else just stay away from his hot, flexible wife. Yeah. Uh, and that just leaves us with MJF defending the world title against Samoan Joseph. We've called this. MJF is not 100% right now. Huh! I don't know if the guy's 50%. <laughs> don't know if the guy's 50%. His fucking arm's falling off his bone. Hips coming off his ass. MJF's I mean, the black knight right now. He is he's literally a flesh, wound. a flesh wound. That's <laughs> it, baby. Um, but I, that's, I also think that that's what's playing up beautifully. I think that this is... Um, I think this is the it. This is the end. This is the time for MJF's reign to come uh, to come to an end. It's been great. It's been glorious. It's been a lot better than we anticipated. And uh, now it's time for Samoa Joe to get that real belt to become the real world champion. Now, granted, I don't think he holds on to it fucking long. I really don't. I think he's a transitional champion, which uh, to some people are going to hate it. But I think it's necessary. Um, now, with that, I will admit that some people are already leaning towards he loses it, he leaves. I don't see that. I'm sorry. I know I've said it with punk and the, oh, he can't be punk there and he can't be this, that, and he can't be blue, blah, and a blah, blah, blah. I just don't think MJF is going to leave for multiple reasons. And the number one reason is because I think he understands in his own right that he helped build AEW Probably a little more than fucking uh, Rhodes did, than Cody did. I mean, yes, Cody was a catalyst. He was a founding father or whatever you want to call it. But when he booked it, MJF fucking slid in. And I mean slid in and look at what, look at him. A guy that we weren't supposed to give a shit about. We hated how he fucking treated the company and how he would always take over the microphone and dog shit the boss like he's a wannabe CM Punk. And then... The heel has to become a babyface. And he takes us back to a time in wrestling where it's simplistic. Pure, just simple, beautiful shit. Yelling kangaroo kick and and getting people fucking excited for a vertical suplex. 
it's just it's the, it's the small little things that made him even more amazingly lovable. But again, he, the guy is fucking falling apart. The flesh wound is no more. He's bleeding to death. It's time to put him out of his misery. Get him on the shelf. Give this thing to Samoa Joe. And then we can have heel MJF come back and win it all over again. Mm. I don't think he's leaving to the E. And anybody that thinks that, I'm sorry. To me, you're delusional. If I end up being wrong, I'll fucking eat my own words then. But for right now, he ain't going nowhere. No. And that's why I'm on the flip side for MJF to somehow, some way retain and we finally get the devil revealed to be probably Adam Cole, baby. Because he's still got to go through that feud before he goes anywhere. Exactly. I'm going to say there's, there, there is that devil feud he has to go through in order to finish whatever run he may have in AEW. I just hmm. don't think he needs the belt to do that. But I can also see him triumphantly somehow, some way, baby facing it, baby facing his way through it. Yeah, and like you said, we weren't supposed to like MJF because he was the biggest brick heel going and he was brilliant at it. And then he turned face, he made us all love him and sympathize with him. So when his best friend comes back and reveals he's the one he's been that's been fucking him over so much, mm. that's going to gain MJF the biggest fucking sympathy he can possibly get from the fans. And again, let's, let's not forget, he's in Long Island. They're oh yeah, it's in, it's in Long Island show. too. Can you imagine the booze when Adam Cole's face comes out from under that mask and oh my god, oh fuck me, the end of this pay per view is going to be huge. It's going to end huge. That's for damn sure. So yeah, give me MJF to retain somehow, some way, some miracle. Oh uh, yeah, some miracle is right, and for some miracle means. Uh, Means a few other things in some other ways. So let's jump into the other fun stuff that we have going on. Last year, we started the twaddle meter and we're bringing it into 2024. So right now, we're going to be carrying points over. So don't trip for Boba. There was a don't, uh, it was a don't fret Boba Fett. We got this taken care of. However, I, the twaddle meter, it ain't broken, but it didn't go off a whole, whole bunch of crazy ways. So let's hit that music and find out who's uh, getting some points this week. Bunch of neckbeards. Stinky twice. Last one of 2023. So I'm like, I'm going back and forth. And you know what, dude? The holiday spirit. Not a lot of people were fucking real fucking shit out there. You know what I mean? I can, I can, I could be the guy, you know, I could blame VAR. You know, they fucking suck. You know what I mean? Fucking VAR gets all twat points. I'm just joking. Um, in reality, though, I have to give it to TK. I have to give TK. And I'm going to give him two. And it's and it's one point per dumbass match, in my opinion, or at least for the one for the eight man and one for the bad decision, uh, in my opinion, of, of putting Moxie there. So again, maybe people will agree, maybe you don't uh, don't uh, don't agree. It is what it is. But in all reality, it was, was a super nice week. You know what I mean? It's Christmas. Nobody was really an ultimate fucking twat. If you know what I mean, nobody was a fucking asshole, anything like that. So it was kind of nice. But again. You're supposed to be better. And this ain't better. So for this week, Big TK, you get two and be happy it's two. Could be way more. Should be way more. But I'm feeling nice. And that puts him right at the bottom of the twatometer 
with CM Punk. Hey, all right. <laughs> Both on two. Um, and only two twat points awarded for the final show of 2023. So let's see how many yeet points we're going to get because it's time for the yeetometer. Yeet. Yeet. You, you feel me? Like, for real. Do you feel him, sir? And and again, of course, this gets carried over into 2024 as well. So between one and five yeet points this week. Uh, I don't think I want to give all five out, but I'm going to give four to Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Because uh, that redemption from this tournament was great. And I, no lies, I'm baby. fully pulling for him to win that triple crown. Please. You know what? It's going to look good on him. It'll look good on him. Three belts. Give me Eddie Kingston his triple crown champ. Yeah. All right. Um, so hopefully you've enjoyed the, the Unimeter and the Twatometer replacing um, our our former segments of wrestler, you know, MVP of the week and uh, Geek of the Week. Um, of course, we're going to carry it into 2024 and we'll see who ends 2024 as our twat of the year and yeet of the year. Currently, um, <laughs> didn't think I'd say this, Ric Flair is leading the charge as the twat of the year. With Again, six Rick, points. Rick, Rick had a bad end of 2023. Let's just go with that. Um, but on the good side, Randy Orton and Tony Storm are tied with five points at the top of the yeet table. I can absolutely see Tony getting some more coming in this coming year. Yeah, currently Tony Khan's getting relega- relegated. <laughs> He's out of here. He's at the bottom of the table. Fucking <laughs> uh, relegation, bud. Um, okay, one final. Well, it's not the final reminder. I'm going to remind you at the end of the show, too. But Maxi's are this Sunday. This is not the final, final, final episode of 2023 just yet. We still got one more little special to go. So uh, thank you for joining us for the final Thursday. I hope we rocked you harder than pretty much everybody has rocked MJF the past two months. That's a lot of people. <laughs> Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this final week of 2023 on the A2B Retro Rewind. All right. So um, I was already kind of pushing towards it. The boys were could not contain themselves. We had to drop something. So we're kind of doing, um, at least to us, the top five so far uh, biggest things that happened in 2023. Talked uh, about obviously CM Punk leaving the fallout fallout. Him, uh, you know, is he coming back? Because he's not coming back. And inevitably leading to the quote unquote hell freezing over and him showing up in WWE. We talk about the buyout of WWE. We talk about Adam Copeland to AEW and what that meant. What Will Ospreay, I should say, I'm sorry, what Will Ospreay meant going to AEW, what Wembley meant to wrestling as a whole. And just how important TNA really, really is. So it was actually a very fun episode that's going to go up tomorrow. So be on the lookouts for that one. As far as other stuff, there's actually, whether you like it or not, whether you're ready for it or not, there is not one but two episodes of an American Talking Tottenham dropping today. Dropping today. We play Brighton at 1130 my time, which is in about six hours. I will be dropping a small little bit of, a, I guess, a intro to an American watching footy. 
And then a little bit of a preview heading into the Brighton, especially now that we've lost another fucking player during, due to injury. I swear to God, that's as much as I'm glad that this team is getting some rub from me. It's also obviously also getting the fucking Chargers uh, fucking injury bug because Jesus Christ, we have so many guys out. It ain't even funny. So there's going to be that bolt rents is coming as well. And there's a whole lot of that. The draft is happening. So there's literally going to be just breakdowns of players. Guys that fit the schemes, guys that we should reach for regardless, blah, 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 blah. So much is coming. So, again, we got TSK coming. America talking Tottenham happening. Fucking Bolt Rat happening. TK or KTN Sports is going to be kicking it off soon. It will be replacing Smart Mark Radio, just for those out there letting you know right now, it will be replacing Smart Mark Radio. But for the time being, anything of a KTN network will happen on Max first. And then it will go over to its own channel on KTN Sports where we will get that happening. And the only way to know when all that fun stuff is happening is making sure you're following all the beautiful social medias. There's Facebook, there's Instagram, and of course there's the artist formerly known as Twitter. At Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512 and at SMR PodNet, soon to be KTN Sports. Wait for it and I will drop it. Also, check out the beautifully done website where you can find links for everything, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Hit the subscribe button and follow button everywhere. Again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the possible social medias. I'm hoping with the addition of sports, Max Wrestling can jump to the 1,000s, and maybe we can start doing live reactions and fun stuff. But if not, and you just want more wrestling, let us know. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. Get us to 1,000 so we can start doing live streams and all that other fun stuff. With these pay-per-views happening... What better way to hang out with the boys of Max Wrestling than to come watch a show with us? But we're only going to do that with your help. Um, and speaking of CM Punk, he he left WWE, retired, joined UFC, left UFC, joined AEW, left AEW, and returned to WWE, all in between GTA 5 and 6. <laughs> Fuck you doing, Rockstar. They're making you wait patiently. <laughs> Ten fucking years. All right, with that said, we're almost hitting ten years. With that said, join us next week. um, Actually, this Sunday before we get to next week for the 2023 Maxis Awards. And then we'll see you next Thursday on Wrestle Kingdom Day for the first episode of 2024, where we will be joined by beer. Yeah, baby. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. And good night. Bye. Cheers, mate. Bro.